0: Welcome to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about how to plan and execute an unforgettable event that will dazzle your guests and generate more income for your organization.
1: From fundraising and securing trendy auction items to event production and logistics, get the best tips and advice from seasoned fundraising and event professionals who have been in your shoes. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about all the various ways you can make your next fundraising event better. And we are here today to talk about one key element that will make your fundraising event better, and that is volunteers. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Right? And so we have special guests. We have, coming to us from Mexico and making Elise and I super jealous, (laughs) is Julie Farrell.
0: Hola. (laughs) Hi there. It's nice to be here from Mexico.
1: (laughs) And Julie is with Plan Hero. And we're gonna talk a little bit about what that tool does, but real quick, just wanna also introduce
2: Elise Drucker Miller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so Elise runs our client services division. And so when we were kind of brainstorming on like, okay, we're gonna have a podcast on volunteers, she was like, Ooh, 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 pick me, pick me. <laughs> I wanna talk, I have a lot to say about volunteers. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did you want to do that part? The ooh, ooh, ooh part? No, ooh,
2: ooh, it's like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Julie doesn't want to listen to us. Okay.
0: No, it's pretty good. That was that was impressive.
1: Tell us about your tool, kind of how you guys got started, what it does. Um, and then we'll kind of dive into how our listeners might be able to use it.
0: Sure. Well, Based on the monkey sounds um, with regard to volunteering, we probably have some similar stories, <laughs> which is <laughs> that we have all done a lot of volunteering. I've done a lot of volunteering. I started out in the tech world and let's see, missile launchers and industrial lasers, and then ended up being a full-time mom, and which meant I became a full-time volunteer <laughs> and did a lot of work with nonprofits was on I've been on served on many nonprofit boards as well as the straight up hands on you know driving for meals on wheels kind of thing and working on a lot of auctions a lot of fundraising events so basically That's a very long winded way of saying it seemed that there could be a much better way to organize volunteers than what I had at my disposal. So that is what launched Plan Hero. And so we do um, group organizing. We're a responsive web app. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means that you don't have to download an app. It means that our software responds to whatever device you're on. And um, you can easily create signups to get people in the right positions at the right time, and we send auto reminders and make it really easy for you. So,
1: very cool. That was a
0: whole lot of a whole lot of of talk at once.
1: And I can't (laughs) wait to see how someone who designed and built missile launchers has incorporated (laughs) some of that expertise into volunteer management, because I could see that there could be some usefulness there.
0: (laughs) Well, I have to say, driving on the LA freeways, my husband used to say, "Can't we just like hook one of those Aim Nine side miners onto the side of the car and just take out that guy in front of us <laughs> in, in traffic?" <laughs> um, but I don't really have that in software. We do have a, a rocket that launches when you launch when you click launch for your event, and that is definitely a throwback to to that time. But uh, we we had in in particular in industrial lasers, we had a, a really big software component to that, both the front end and then the, the machine operation as well. So I ended up sort of on the management side in engineering. So I had a, a lot of experience with managing software projects. That's so awesome. Awesome. That's, that's definitely all in there. So, and that's a whole nother kettle of fish to talk about. <laughs> it is, but
1: look, I mean, we all come from these software backgrounds and, and it does help in a variety of ways, it's not just like building of this, right? But it also talks yeah. about the type of discipline that came from your previous work and how that can start to inform like, hey, we're, we're doing something that that needs to show some level of organization, right? And everything from yep. not just how it works, but just the quality and the stability of it and everything else. So that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. Absolutely. Okay. So we got Plan Hero. And so yes. tell us a little bit about how it works. I, I assume- there's a sign-up process, but there's also obviously like the definition of role. the jobs and the roles mm-hmm. and and whatnot, right? And then how do you how do your clients use it for their events?
0: Yeah, so so we we actually just this last spring released Plan Hero 2.0, which, as you all know, from the software standpoint, anytime you launch in a new platform, that's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. So we put all the bells and whistles that we've been wishing for over the last five years uh, and learned about into it. And one of those, there is a segue here to answer your question. One of those is a group page. So basically you can have one URL that you can send all of the volunteers to that has all of the various um, uh, events or signups that they can sign up for. So in the case of, for example, let's say it's a school auction or any kind of a gala, you could have sort of your initial kickoff signup that would be, um, just the various roles that are available. Hey, I need a, a, a lead for the live auction. I need a, a lead for the silent auction. I need a lead for decorations, blah, blah, blah. So you could have all of that. And then all of the sort of committee members. So people could immediately just sign right up and be know what their committee is and could always reference that again. And then once they do that, then that becomes also a great communications, uh, means of communicating for, the, um, auction chair because they can speak out to those various groups. And then from there, it just keeps, you can keep breaking it down into better and better organization. Right. So uh, speaking about volunteers to you guys, I don't know how many times you've shown up to volunteer and you find out either there are too many people there and they don't really need you. And you're like, well, mm, swear word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) there are 10 other things I could have been doing right now, or you show up and The person who asked you to be there doesn't know where to put you. So our software, if you, if you take the time to be organized in advance, can take care of all that in that we can, you can assign time shifts, which we tend to talk about two hours as being a great number, because if people want to be there the whole day, that's great. They can sign up for four two-hour shifts. But for the mom who's got or dad who has, you know, three kids and three ball games that Saturday to attend maybe they can at least sit there for two hours and be a part of it mm-hmm. right so we break all of those things down and then in in doing that it's very easy with our software to have each of those um, jobs separated out for each of those time shifts so that when you are going you know what you're doing I'm going to you know I'm helping with the flower decorations or, or whatever for the tables I'm I'm on the cleanup crew. I'm the person sitting at the check in table for two hours or whatever it is. And then, of course, we send out auto reminders that the person can also receive via text. Mm-hmm. So, um, the whole idea is that if you do a little upfront work, then all of the back end is going to go much more smoothly right. for mm-hmm. you. So, and save time in general. So,
1: no, uh, that makes sense. You know, and, and we were just kind of talking about this. We were actually at a recent event and we go to this event <laughs> annually. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same it's the same challenge, so it's either the over allocation of people into certain jobs and the under allocation of people into other jobs mm-hmm. so you know I need maybe eight to ten people to do check- in and twenty four show up and then nobody's at checkout or vice versa so we see a lot of that yep. or the you know, and, and as the mobile bidding company, we tend to be the first people that you see when you walk in the door. And so, I'm, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the event. Oh, I'm just a volunteer. Okay. Well, where do you need to be? I don't know. Well, who are you supposed to see? I don't know. Well, what job are you doing? I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know any of that information either. I usually
2: just take them and, and put them in a seat and have them start doing check-in. If, right. if you don't know, usually we're short at check-in, so I'll I'll give you a job.
1: Yeah. Hey, we can put you to work. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and there's nothing more frustrating to, to me than to have that happen. Because does that person want to come back next year? I mean, maybe if you guys were cool and made them feel good, but otherwise, they're probably like, "Yeah, those folks aren't too organized, and uh, I don't really want to do that." They clearly didn't really need me because there was nothing for me to do when I got there, right? right? I agree. And I, then
2: are they gonna? And then are are they gonna donate too? I don't know. You don't seem very organized, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's. I think that there's um. I mean, these people have set aside their time. It's it's almost in, yeah. sometimes can be disrespectful. Like, hey, we need we need 50 volunteers, 50 show up and 25 of them are just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. They're there to, I mean, oftentimes because they have a relationship with you or a connection to the organization or, you know, they they value you and they also want to be valued back. And so when you're not respecting that time, they tend to not be as, Giving with their time, the next year or the next year or the next year. <laughs> yeah, it, it's and they'll pass that along, right? Yes.
0: People talk, and 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 so so frequently, a lot of particularly around fundraising events. You know, there's there's obviously huge sleeves of different kinds of volunteering, but particularly with with auctions, fundraising galas, that kind of thing. People talk; it's a social thing, right? It's a social thing. So if it's like. Yeah, I, I helped out at the thing last year. It was, yeah, I got there. There was nothing for me to do. I'm not even doing it this year. So what's your friend going to say? Yeah, me either. I mean, yeah, I've it's, seen it that, just, you know, it snowballs. And, yeah.
1: I, and I've seen, and, and volunteers do get annoyed. And there was a group of uh, college students that came to an event I was at, and they just sat there. And I was like, you guys, what's going on? You guys need something? What?" And they're like, we were told to be here at this time to volunteer, and they have nothing for us to do. I was like, all right. And the, the guy looks over, he goes, well, there's an empty table over there. I think we're going to sit down and eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm not standing between you and that table because that has nothing to do with me. But but I think he's like I'm going to I'm going to issue my own level of payback here. Yep. <laughs> get myself some food. But um, so let me ask you this because I think one of the other things that we see with volunteers that I think software could help with is when you identify these jobs, are you also able to identify that? personality or the skill set type that would best fit into that role.
0: You could certainly write that out um within the item title like hey this is this requires a lot of back and forth with people or hey we'd love you to run our social media do you have experience with it or something like that. So you could you could sort of pre populate everything with the type of person that you're looking for. Okay. Um I think if you were really looking for someone specific, like, if there's something you're a little concerned about, you know, like, which person you want really out in front of people, or yeah, maybe not that one guy who keeps babbling on and on and on with Mike. <laughs> I, I think that you could sort of pre I, I would recommend pre selecting those people and just signing them up for that spot so that you already see that they right. have it mm-hmm. just like you would do typically with, you know, kind of already knowing who your live auction chair is going to be, for example, or some of those Pivotal positions. I would recommend, though, um, and you can use our software for this as well. When you're first kicking off the fundraiser, um, to to have a questionnaire, a, a survey that kind of goes out to the, all of the volunteers. And again, you can do this with our software as well because we have forms as many questions as you want to ask. You can just write one up as a form and have them let you know what they're interested in working on and then also have you know what are some of your skills because you may find that someone really likes to write but maybe is not you know isn't the one who wants to go out and ask people for things but maybe Mm -hmm. they can be the ones who write the well put together emails or yeah or instructions or whatever it is but emails to prospective donors for example for the library. You know there are things that those kinds of people that talents that might lie there that are untapped if you don't ask what what people can contribute and you just say this is what we need it's like hey there may be something really like a graphic designer amongst them that you've got making the flower designs and it's like wait this person could do all your social media and crush it for this thing you know Mm -hmm. so i think i think having that up front is good
1: no that i that that does make sense and the reason we bring it up is because we we tend to see some I would say skill or comfort level with role like realization when people arrive and it's like wait you want me to do what yeah you want me to use an ipad (laughs) to check in people I don't know how to turn on an ipad (laughs) that's not a good role for me you know or you know yeah sometimes I Look, I hear what you're saying. Like handpicking certain people, sometimes I want to fire the people our charity clients have handpicked and put someone else in that role. It's like, I know you picked her because she's sweet and nice, and she's your line marshal, and we're not getting anybody through the check-in line because she's hugging and talking to everybody. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So yeah. Well, and yeah. I and I think I think with that, uh, um, that's really funny. Um, that's super funny. I, it's I funny think because that, again, you've seen you it before. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right because it resonates. It totally does. I'm just picturing that person. It's like, come on, come on, come on. You guys can do this over there. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that you can outline some of that again in that item description. But like, in, like, just say, hey, this is you need to have sort of a, you know, a sergeant type mindset yep. here because people want to get moved through the line. They want their glasses of champagne. They want to, you know, see their friends. They don't want to be standing in line in their high heels because they hurt. I think adding that to the description makes sense. But I also think, and, and this is something that we do, like you can duplicate the previous year's signups. So you could duplicate the signup, but also then be informed, right, for the next year. So I think, I, I do think it's really important for people to always have that postmortem well, hopefully, postmortem is probably not the best phrase, but yeah. after the <laughs> after the fun days, <laughs> I mean, everyone feels kind of dead. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, it wasn't a dud. But I think that uh, I think having that postmortem is really important. Of just like to your point of saying, yeah, we had 28 people at at um, at check-in and 14 at checkout, and we needed meaning to the inverse of that. So like those numbers could be changed for the following year easily then if if people take take the time to do that.
1: We're picking a little bit on charities, although we've all done the same things. Mm-hmm. I've screwed up my volunteer list so many times. I tell you guys, it's the tools like this I think can certainly help with that. I mean in the best of them. I mean we we were recently at an event and they do an amazing job of organizing their volunteers and they had none at checkout. And it was like, uh-huh, oh yeah. oops wow. <laughs> like, Yeah yeah. So it happens. I it. mean, and it's yeah.
0: Yeah. You you learn by doing, right? You learn by doing. It's it's just the same with our software, right? You put it out there, you think you designed it perfectly, and then someone does something like, oh, I never even thought of that. Okay, well, we're gonna have to change that, you know? So you change it for the next year and make it better, right? And yeah.
1: you know, yeah. for a visual guy like me, I like to see the charts, right? Of okay, where is everything, right? We were recently helping a client with their tables and just trying to figure out like, okay. Did you allocate people the tables correctly? And habit helps with this, but it's like, no, you have twenty-four people at this table and you have eight <laughs> at this one. <laughs> so, so it's a ma- high
0: rise. Yeah, so, a, so, so maybe sad.
1: maybe we need to move some people around or maybe we we re- we miss assign them. But the same thing would happen with volunteers, right? It's like, oh, wait a second, yeah. here We're, we've got some gaps in the plan. Yep, I think that, yeah. that could help. And and you mentioned shifts, and I would say that's the other thing, like. I'm I'm all for saying something like this is a, a roughly a two hour shift, but we did have a client once who literally put together a very organized plan and it's like, you're here from yeah. like five to seven. Okay. Yeah. And so sure enough, like check-in was running a little bit late, you know, it's like, check-in was supposed to be six to seven but people were arriving late so check-in was lingering into 6 30 and here are this group of people who just gets up and walks away at seven o'clock
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> like no
2: oh, yeah. that's a good point that's a good point i, good point. I, I, I think yeah. certain I, roles probably can have, you have a that, job right yeah you got so, you've got a job and the job is expected to yeah. be this long yeah, but
1: but it may not yeah. be and right. so be prepared for that because i need you here for check-in like that's what i'm i'm or I need you here for right. checkout. Mm-hmm. And again, I've seen this happen as well. And and we actually, the Hambit staff was the ones that stayed, but there was a checkout and it was supposed to be from 9 to 10.30. Okay, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. No, they had an after party. So oh. all of these people flew <laughs> flowed into the after party and no yeah. one was checking Nobody out. And the after party out. was till midnight. And these wow. people were like, nope, I am here from 9 to 10.30 and I am out of here. And I don't blame them. I mean, look, you're a volunteer. So I was like, okay, uh, well, who's going to sit here with all Mm -hmm. these auction items and wait for
2: people? So So, there's a couple of things. So it's managing your volunteers and setting the expectations of time and jobs and all of these things. But it's also taking that list and saying, okay, I've organized this so well, but how does this fit with the rest of my event and the behaviors of my guests?
1: Yes. And do I have coverage? Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, in one of those cases, we had an employee who flew to an event in Miami. And I think he just stayed because his flight was the next morning at like eight o'clock. And he's like, you know what, at this point, I might just go to the airport. But he stayed till three in the morning because their after party ran till like two thirty in the morning.
0: You oh, know? my gosh.
2: <laughs> those are the type yeah. of events that, um, have us put more restrictions on what happens on what you what you actually get when we staff an event
0: i know
1: but it's again (laughs) some
2: limitations again the volunteers (laughs) are
1: like our job is over we're out yeah Um, and to your point it's like but the event's not over right so when you're looking at how am i organizing my volunteers and do i have the right coverage you 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 either shut check in down or check out check check out down you shut it down at 11 p.m. and tell everybody if you don't pick it up by then and you're going to the after party, you're getting Make it Monday cuz we're not
2: yeah. we're
1: not going to be here.
2: Yeah.
1: Or yeah. you plan to have volunteers there.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Or staff or somebody, yeah. but you know, I think some of that stuff gets overlooked, but even other little things like I would ask like does the tool allow me so okay, so I see that there's a job and this job is let's just say check-in. Okay? So I have a check-in job. And it tells me I need to arrive at five o'clock and here's where I go. And here's possibly who I'm going to report to. I need to go find, you know, Julie and she's going to tell me what to do or train me. Does it tell me like where to park or any of that other kind of stuff or like what else to bring? Like, does it tell me I'm going to get fed or do I need to do I need to bring a granola bar or like what?
2: (laughs) Diapers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, No bathroom break. Sorry. I'm a very (laughs) needy
1: volunteer. Can you tell Julie? I have a lot of needs.
2: And you're going to be on my crew?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, that's actually a great question. And something else I wanted to say about what you said earlier as an idea. But we have the ability to attach documents to any of those. Okay, sign-ups. I was going to ask about so, resources. Like, yeah, so like the the actual day of or, you know, day before day of, day after. It all depends on whether you've got a cleanup career or whether you're, you know, doing it at the four seasons, right? So yep. <laughs> for a long time there's one I was involved with that was at someone's house and the next morning we'd all show up pretty bedraggled and just have to clean up everything. It was uh, very grassroots and now it's huge anyway. So uh, you can attach documents that would say, here's where you're here's where, you know, like it's a parking map, right? So in a you could call it parking map so it's a pdf that's uploaded there you know what to wear what what we need you to do how you should carry yourself terms you should need to know whatever you can have all of that as attached documents in addition there's a whole description area and you can have any live links out to anything there as well so if you wanted to link back to something on your website you could link to videos videos you can't have videos actually within the event itself but you could certainly link link to a video Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah. And actually, I think that's kind of a good thing to do from the standpoint of, I've just been writing this article about volunteer management. And I mean, what we haven't talked about, because it's not the nuts and bolts of managing, is the whole issue of, oh my God, what just came into my head was the granola bar and the fact that I didn't say anything about that. (laughs) Yes, you can write that you can eat and have a bathroom break or whatever. (laughs) Um, uh, But sorry, back to the other point that you make sure that the people know what the impact is of what they're doing. I think it's just so easy to get wrapped up. Oh, it's the school auction. Well, or, oh, it's the auction for, you know, X, Y, and Z um, nonprofit. Okay, well, what's the money going to? What does it really do? And uh, I was thinking about just kind of an interesting example to get that point across to people. It's like, okay, we're, we're fundraising so that we can raise money for a children's science museum that I was on the board of one in Santa Barbara, which is a fantastic one, by the way, Moxie. So if you're if you're raising money for scholarships for kids to say come to summer camp and you're looking to have those kids come from underrepresented groups in STEM fields, and that's that starts to get kind of interesting. It's just not, oh, it's for summer scholarships. Okay. Well now, now you can start to say, okay, two groups in particular. Latino, Latina, and African-Americans are un- underrepresented in STEM fields, well, guess what? The STEM fields are is out of the chute, the uh, highest paying jobs that that a college graduate can get. So now you start to think about, okay, we're going to be changing a paradigm here. We're getting these kids to instead, they're coming from these at-risk school, uh, there's a nearby at-risk, sorry, a school that has a lot of free and reduced lunch, like 98% of the school is free and reduced lunch bring those kids in. And now we're, now we're changing a whole like generation of kids in our local community to have, to go from pre lunch to being up on the higher end of the salary scale. Like, like it can draw the whole thread all the sure. way through. It's not just scholarships, right? Yeah. So if, if people get that, if the volunteers can kind of keep, keep that in their heads, it makes them feel a little better when they're like, okay, I'll stay another hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? As if I, I think as opposed to, I'm at the damn auction. Oops, sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> Darn auction. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of underscore, I, I think some message that is really going to feel impactful about what you're really doing there, that that will really help to keep those volunteers happy and more motivated, I believe.
2: I agree. Absolutely.
1: Well, and here's the thing, like, I would say like, just when I think about, the volunteers, And we've covered like a lot of like logistics of making it successful, right? You know, when they show up and what jobs they do and everything else. But like to your point, it's like let's just step back, go a little bit bigger picture. We need to explain to them this is what we're doing and here's what we're about like you just described. We need to reinforce that with them. And then we need to thank them. And I think there's – it's not just saying thanks at the end of the night. I think you thank them through things that you do. And I think one of the ways that you can thank a volunteer is be very, like, you know, I was, like, saying, like, organized around what their job is and where to go and everything else. Yeah. But but then, like, just pamper them a little bit when they're there. Yeah. You know? Give them something to eat. Yes. You know, I was asking for the granola bar, but I would really actually appreciate it if you gave me a piece of pizza <laughs> or something like that. You know? and in, Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I've been to plenty of places where it's hotel plated meal filet mignon yep. and then the volunteers are shoved into a side room and you've got cold dominoes pizza and cokes and yeah. i would just say <laughs> if these people are there giving hours of their time upgrade that a little bit it doesn't have to be filet mignon dinners for every volunteer but maybe think yeah. about doing something a little bit nicer create like a volunteer lounge you know something where it's like I'm that's a give,
0: very cool idea you
1: know um let them like Hey, when they're – not that they get breaks, but, like, they might actually come back and help again. And and when I say that, like, I've seen people at check-in, and then they roll into the lounge. And the event we were just at last week, I mean, this is more than a lounge, okay? Oh, it it was nice. It puts a concert-goer's green room to shame. I mean, (laughs) they have 40 types of soda in there. They've got a a standing buffet going. They've got –
2: Snacks all day, the whole whole duration of – of the event. Every I mean, type of candy. Days. Setup days. Candy,
1: mm-hmm. candy bar, like granola bars. They had granola bars. They had Cheez-Its. They had Ruffles. I mean, like, you name it. <laughs> I was like, wow. They had
2: gourmet gourmet chocolates.
1: And cookies. I was like, this place they even is had, awesome.
2: They even had Coors Light Bugles? and wine. And look at I how, much we're, look how much
1: we're talking about this, see? <laughs> and I didn't even volunteer. And I, and I wanted to hang out in there. <laughs> And I was like, like this no. makes me feel good. And so what you'll see happen sometimes when you do that is I just finished checking. I went into the lounge. I hung out I'm having a good time, kind of dabbled in the auction, whatever. Maybe I'm bidding on stuff. Oh, I see they're short at checkout. I'll help you. I'm having such a good time yeah. at the event. I yeah. don't feel like short yeah. And look, I'll give you the opposite, right? We did an event. And there were 18 volunteers we trained on computers. This is back. We do most okay. check-ins now on iPads and iPhones. But this is years ago when we they were all on laptops and trained them all. And I look around, and we're about to check in about 1,500 people to this event.
0: Holy okay? cow. Yeah. And
1: wow. I was like, you all thirsty? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need to get. 18 bottles of water, and I need to definitely get some breath mints because you're talking (laughs) to these people, like, in close proximity, and it's like, I need to give them some tools here because they're going to feel bad, right? So I kid you not, I have to roll up to the hotel gift shop, okay? (laughs) Now, what do you think a bottle of water costs? $8. In a five-star hotel (laughs) gift shop?
2: Put that on my room, please. I'll take 18. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was like, I'm emptying your fridge and I'm going to need several bags because I'm taking 18 bottles of water downstairs. And they were so appreciative. I mean, like, it's just the the little things like that were like, oh my God, you got water from. Thank you so much. I'm like, well, because this charity should be giving you water. Yeah. Right.
2: I mean, in the, the opposite side to that, like the one that you were just talking about, like, I mean, these are two polar opposites, right? Yes. The, the ones that get yeah. nothing and the ones yeah. that get everything. But the one that we were at, like, for example, how well they organize it and take care of them. Not only do they have this beautiful buffet and breakfast, lunch and dinner and the snacks and the drinks and the, all the things. They know that it's going to be cold. They know that out their check in is is chilly and it's going to be outside. They provide themed jackets to the appropriate size for everybody. So they matched each other and they matched the theme of the event and they were gorgeous. They were these Sherpa. Wow. They were amazing. I'm really just sad that I didn't get one. You were supposed to steal one, but you know, it's fine. we can talk about it later. Seeing seen a little envy. I'm mm-hmm. hearing it. Um, the green's coming through. But these volunteers, they, they have signups every year. They have people on a waiting list and they have so many that they have to interview them. To determine who there who gets to come and who doesn't. Wow.
1: Because they treat them well.
2: hmm Yeah, that's huge. So that's the organization. That's super cool. Yeah. And how you how you manage them goes a long way. Yeah.
0: I like that. We're we're gonna put on our uh, mock-up boards a sign up for who's gonna be in charge of. Making sure the volunteers are in good shape and what they need.
1: I love that idea. A mm-hmm. volunteer manager. Yes. Like like the, the care committee.
2: That is yes. Yeah. And that's who they check in with. They show them around. This is where the bathroom is. This is the co check. This is your hospitality room. These are the I you need it. somebody like that. And when that when when the volunteers no longer have something to do, they need a point person. It's not just the lead of of the whatever, you know, when when that role is done and they're still there and they still want to help, is there somebody that they can check in with that is overseeing all of the volunteers? Right. That's important. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I love that. Let's call it volunteer.
1: Ball and Care, oh, I love look it. at you. You're well, not just a look. like a like a missile lady. You're like a marketing person too.
0: <laughs> but I play one on TV. Yeah. Um, Julie, are we getting credit for this? Yeah. Yeah, totally. We'll we'll co we'll, we'll co trade it trademark. Perfect. It. That's awesome. Ball and Care, I love it. That's awesome. Whatever. Uh, the other thing that I put the pen in here, which still kind of comes along with this, is um. It, it would make a ton of sense, like in the situation where, okay, check-in took longer. I mean, obviously you can say, look guys, this, this is our best estimate. You know, make sure you show up at the right time. We may have to carry you over a little longer in this and that, but you could also have floaters.
2: Right? Yes. Yeah. So
0: you could have shifts for floaters and just say, Hey, we're not sure what we're going to do with you. You may be hanging out in the killer volunteer care lounge the whole time. <laughs> right. But <laughs> if, if something happens and we need to place you somewhere, We've got you there. So maybe you've got, Mm -hmm. you know, five or ten, a couple handfuls of floaters that are, they know that they might not be well
2: deployed, but they know why they're there.
1: There you go. So
2: they're the ones that you put in the place of the person that doesn't show up. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Or the one that shows up late. Late. Because volunteers always show up on time. It's very rare they show up late. So...
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. When it comes to volunteers, it is hard to put a volunteer in position when they come in late, so you might not get. I mean, if there are any volunteers yeah. listening, show up yeah. on time because it is hard to take care of you when you show up it's, late. It's, we are.
1: It's highly likely most volunteers are told to be there thirty minutes before they actually need them there, just to kind of create that buffer. We don't, I do that. You don't
2: show up thirty minutes early. You started. You started that. doing that with our meetings.
1: I said, the meeting, like, I'll say, like, hey, your shift starts at at 4.30 because I really need you here at 5. Yeah. And I know you're going to show up at 4.50. Yeah. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I know that's kind of, that could be a little mean, but I think in some cases, you you kind of know. We have some really yeah. good friends that come every year to Thanksgiving. And we always lie to them about what time it starts because they always show up an hour or two late.
2: Until they showed up. <laughs> Until they showed up at the right time last year. That was funny. <laughs> The, the right so, time, which is really the wrong time. I know, it can backfire
1: <laughs> on you. But we love you volunteers, even when you show shower. up late. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Even when you show up late, we love you. So, well, look, this software sounds awesome. And so- plan- and Introduce
2: it to my charity.
1: Planhero.com. What's the URL? Yep. Planhero.com.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Great. And then yep. does this synchronize with any other tools, any other CRMs at this point? or
0: No, not at this point. Not okay. Not at this
1: point. Well, we'll have to figure out how we get handbidden Plan here to work together. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, I know. I think that might be worth a little chat later on.
1: All right. <laughs> we don't know how to build missiles, but we know how to build auction software.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we could <can> be <laughs> we a great partner. To make
0: it yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. Thank you
1: for your time. Yeah, of course. Hey, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Thank you all um, for listening in on our conversation about volunteers and our new idea, Volunteer, which is um, going to be trademarked by the end of the today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on that one. But anyway, yep. Julie, thank you for attending. We really do uh, appreciate you jumping on from Mexico and chatting about Planned Hero. And uh, look, If you guys have any other questions, you know how to reach them, planhero.com. If you have any questions about handbid and volunteer management, you also know how to reach us. And look, if you're enjoying this podcast, leave us a five-star review. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere else on the You Might Be Listening to Your Podcast, we should be there. And until next time, happy fundraising.